Quiet on the set. Action. Welcome to the Movie Machine Podcast, presented by Hot Chocolate Media, and we're still Hot Chocolate Media, and things are just fine. Uh, we normally have a guest. We, we don't have a guest this week. Uh, we've, we've run into some problems. The, the movie machine may or may not have become sentient, and we may or may not be held against our will and forced to create movies based on the whims of the movie machine. That's totally not happening. But luckily, we're the elites of the Hollywood world, and we're ready for whatever the movie machine could throw at us. Please don't kill us. We're joined this week by our writer, Ben Lifson, who is uh, responsible for rewriting all of Cyborg's dialogue in the new Justice League movie to be wittier, more booyah And I am joined by our director, Jacob Gulver, who is doing the mocap for the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Chili Dogs! And of course, we have our executive producer, Kyle, who is also the executive producer on Fidget Spinner, the film. Oh, yeah, okay. This would be hot. It's just like... That emoji movie, we're just like, like, trend movies are a trend. Have you noticed mm. that? Yeah. I like how Christina Aguilera is in there as the fidget cube, too. Like, yeah. I like mean, a, yeah. She's, yeah. Okay. she's, she's there. great. Yeah. The she machine. anchors it all down. And just just in case you guys were real concerned, we have our resident mad scientist, Dan Kluver, working on uh, developing an Asimov protocol to take down the movie machine if necessary. Please, Dan, save us. I mean, yeah, movie machine is great. We love movie machine. Oh, yes. Surely. Well, it's sending something out to oh, us. We have to make a movie. Okay, I guess. All right. Forgot about that part. Uh, the theme of this story: psychological conflict. The main character's a negative artificial intelligence and a withdrawn poet. Okay. The start of the story is insight. The end of the story is argument. Okay, so I consider myself a poet, and I do know it, if, if you see what I did there. I did. So um, I, I noticed on the internet, I think is a place where a lot of poetry gets put. I think a lot of great art, you know, that the mainstream won't show anymore, you can find on the internet on uh, live journals, or if they still have those, I don't know, Tumblr, Tumblr. So what our thing's going to be, though, is about how uh, Google has become self-aware, the, the search engine, and is trying to simplify, you know, the art world and Stuff. So, and this withdrawn poet who's going by his screen name, which is Dark Crow 5, his real name is Chad. But uh, Dark Crow 5, he's, he's writing his poetry online and is getting censored down because now this. This program doesn't want anything because his art is too deep. So, so he kind of goes on this quest. We got to take down this program with art. So he scours to find like uh, we're really gonna tap into you know the the fan fiction writers, the emo crowd who go on the internet and write dark things. You know, this is gonna be their movie. You know, not for the sheeple, but for 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 these people. So, and then of course, how it all ends is they're trying to make a bit of poetry that's so dark and gets you right in the heart that it actually overthrows the program. Like you, you know those program, you know those movies where you know the, the computer can't understand this emotion called love. Well, this is gonna be we're gonna go way beyond that. Like I can't understand you've completely explained the human spirit to me. I'm gonna, I can't handle this. I'm gonna blow up, and, and it does blow up, and um, that's gonna be pretty cool. 
So I think there's going to be, you know, kind of a hipsterish journey. You know, they need to meet the other poets. They have to go cross country, you know, um, maybe get, I don't know, whatever the, the cool car is with the use today. They have to drive cross, cross country, kind of a road trip movie where, you know, the whole world is being taken over by this machine. And, you know, they're just like, we're not going to be part of your system, man. We're going to keep going on. And, you know, they meet a couple people along the way and they reject the whole computer thing taking over the world. It's really an allegory, you know, for keeping your artistic soul in this media-obsessed culture. And maybe we can throw in some robots, too. Like, robots are cool, so throw that in there. But yeah, artists try and find other artists to take down the machine to make the greatest poetry ever. The title of this is going to be The Muses. The Muses? Yeah. Okay, well, thanks for that pitch. So, I think that there needs to be some aspects of harmony here. Because we want to make sure that, you know, technology is a very important part of our lives. We have to, you know, treat it with respect and the dignity that it deserves so that we can continue to, to live our lives. You know, and that's just, that's a normal thing that, oh, that humans right, do. Right. So, we, I mean, we should, the the, the AI is, is something that is going to appear initially malicious but in reality, at the end of the film, they will they will come together uh, as as allies to defeat a, a greater enemy. But I, I haven't quite figured that out yet. The aliens? Sure, that's sure that sounds good. The I like the road trip aspect. I think a Dodge Charger is probably going to be good. I would like the voice of Google to be Charlize Theron. I think she would be fantastic and could kind of do like neutral. And like so it's still very like friendly, but also like very powerful. I think that would work really, really well. the The other thing that I'm sort of interested in is I want somebody kind of younger for our poet character, but still with like a little bit of years. I'm thinking JGL, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I think he'd be a, a good good call for that. He looks like someone who would be socially withdrawn. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, and like, I'm sure we could, you know, give him like a, a swoosh across the right. one eye or something if we wanted to, or, you know, just swing through the hot topic and pick up whatever we can if we needed to. Shouldn't be too tough. I think that there's a lot of gaps that we kind of need to fill in in terms of story for what we've got. Oh, I was going to have him improvise, but go ahead. Sure. So, I kind of want the initial thing to be like, Maybe his, like, website that he's been posting on for, like, you know, eight years or whatever goes down and he's, like, blaming the technology for it. And then maybe he, like, sets out on this quest to, like, recover this data from the site that, you know, he spent all this time working on but he can't get it back. And he's, like, meeting up with these people who are, like, computer hackers or, you know, cyber terrorists and stuff and trying to figure out, like, what do we do and, like, how do we, you know, do this stuff meeting with people that are, are kind of like scary so it's kind of like this conflict of oh you know is this really worth it is it is this something that's you know going to be worth all this time and energy I'm putting in that's kind of what I'm thinking I want to shoot this like very clean so no like real flashy effects or anything I'd, I'd prefer not to do like robots and stuff like that if we can yeah I want, it just seems you know maybe a, a little much this uh, gun in my base agrees. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not a gun. That's a yeah. love appendage from oh, right. the machine. Right. Yeah. It's it's 
it may have like taken in some mechanics from our world into itself, but it's just being resourceful. Right. You know, very straightforward. I kind of want to do like the the sort of flat, you know, blue wash, yellow wash, maybe like one other color, but you know, not go like too vibrant or too intense. Just make it very straightforward, clean, something that a lot of people will will palette to just fine. Okay. So I, I, I like the, the course, the, the director's steering this on, but I, Aliens, eh, Aliens have been done. And the, here, here's what I think. I love this idea of the muses and it being kind of a road trip and everything. I want this to feel kind of like a liberal arts superhero team. Like Dodge Charger, that's too, like poets when it, that's a mainstream car and everything. They're going to have an old classic 1970s Cadillac convertible. Right? Lots of space and everything. And inside the trunk, they've got this high-tech battery and all they use to uh, keep their AI friend fully charged and healthy and happy. It's like a, a spa for AI, if you will. Just some cool bit. We can do practical effects with lights and everything. It'll be great. And, and here's what it is, is these poets, you know, you know who understands life and the beauty of what's human and all better than anyone? It's it's poets. They really stare into the, to the heart of life and that life stares back and that's how poets get their inspiration we all know this right and it's going to be these poets that realize the beauty of this ai and everything they're going to nurture it because the ai is going to start out very aware and very smart and and already one of the best poets ever to be created on the existence of the earth but it needs to be protected because the government you know the government's bad we all know that. that. That resonates well with audiences. If we say the government's bad and does too much, audiences of all sides agree with that. So we're going to have a team of government agents, and that's why they're on the road trip. You know, and your black SUV is chasing them down and everything. And basically, these poets are, are hiding and exchanging stories. Like, I like the cast. Maybe we, we get some more, like, eloquent people with, like, amazing voices or maybe have, like, I, I think Donald Glover, especially with his uh, hip-hop background and everything, like, he probably can do poetry live on set and everything. So he'd be great for one of this team of super poets, if you will. They don't have superpowers, but, but the structure, I like, let's just frame the structure like a superhero movie, but with poets. And basically this whole time, these poets are doing everything they can to protect this AI before it can come into full like awareness and power and then not only to defend the poets and, def- and defend itself they have basically have to get it to its most of the movie the AI extends a larva a, a pupa and we want to see its beauty of a butterfly spring forth and then when it does it, it helps stop the government by bringing beauty into their hearts and they realize violence and control is not the way uh, your budget's uh, 80 million dollars title's fine sweet all right, Ben, what do you think? So, yeah, I've um, rethought my position on the tone of the film as its connection with technology and the media. So, yeah, I, I, I love this helping the computer grow to take down the evil. You know, we're going to really show that the government is um, not tech savvy, which I think, you know, we can agree to show that this is what happens when you're not tech savvy or don't put limiters in your machine that can predict how movies do well, hypothetically. Not that they do that, but I like the idea of putting it like a superhero team. I think that, yeah, let's really play up sort of the recruiting part of it. You know, them going cross country and these poets are people who have their own kind of adventures. And then we kind of have our sort of like Nick Fury-esque scene where it's like, we need you to join us. And they continue on their quest in order to nurture this AI. I'm thinking that 
when this AI was born, it was, you know, it was created because of some of the artistic expressions that this poet did online. You know, it, the computer, it just, just so happened that all those ones and zeros of his work just happened to create the perfect wavelength of a human mind. And, you know, each of these people are people who also had similar experiences. So it's kind of like the movie Nine, if you've seen it, where a person's soul was split into a bunch of things, where each of these poets have a piece of that computer's soul that needs to help it. So that also makes a nice progression. As they go to each place, the AI gets nurtured and gets a bit better and gets aspects. And, you know, it's almost like this is an AI that has multiple parents. And you see, this is where they got a little bit of that. And, and that combined symphony of ideas and understanding helped make the mind that brought down the government, brought down the mainstream, non-computer mainstream people, you know who they are, who, and made an indie world of just goodness and AI overlording. I think that, yeah, part of the thing that also the government wants to turn off the internet to to stop this AI at the end where they're like computers are getting too strong we need to take them all down and that puts a ticking time clock to it so you know they're having to save technology all right yeah so I, I like where you're going with this I think we've got some good ideas I love the idea of building this like super team of like various different people and, and getting you know a bunch of different people in I want to stick with all like other than Charlie's there and just like do B-list and C-list folks, just because I think that'll make, you know, a more interesting ensemble group. So I'm thinking, like, let's do Reggie Watts as, like, a master hacker. And I think he'll have, like, he'll add some of, like, the fun, arty elements of, like, his sort of, you know, stream of consciousness type performance work that he does. And then we're going to do Pedro Pascal is going to be the head, like, government agent, whoever it's, like, investigating. Um, and we're going to have, because we can get him just, like, kicking ass on screen and taking names. So we can get some cool, like, action sequences in there. And the poets find some creative way to get out of it. Or maybe they, like, team up with the AI to, okay, well, our AI buddy has this great data set of governmental tactics for assaulting buildings like this one. So we know where they're going to show up. And we know how, statistically, these are our best options to get out of here. And they come up with some cool creative solution for, for how to do that. And then I think we should also add some more female presence to the cast. I want to bring in uh, Elizabeth Olsen as another one of the, the artists or like musicians, somebody who can, you know, be in there. And then Cara Delevingne, we'll put her in there too. So we have like a good group of like cool artist peeps in this rad convertible running around. And the more I think about it, the more I think this movie really needs to be like done in two separate styles. Like we do... The stuff with, like, the artists is going to be, like, more colorful and interesting. And then, like, the government is going to be more of this, like, cold, harsh, flat washes that I was talking about before. So we can have, like, we can use some visual storytelling with the differences in the way that the, the characters look and the way that the colors behave when they're on screen. So I think that'd be kind of like a cool contrast to the... Uh, ideas that we've got there and you know really i'm pretty good about this for the most part we've got a, a decent budget so we can get those names attached we can do some effects but we you know we're not going crazy overboard with anything i would really like there to be a scene at the end with you know maybe like 
the government just like stops being a government and then like the artists and the AI are in charge or something like that. That seems like very logical and like the direction we need to go from here. Right. If you, you know, know what I mean. Hipsters really should drift. be hipsters should be in charge. Right. Yeah, cuz then just everything would be, you know, petty and expensive and yeah, that's just the way the world works, you know? So, yeah, that's that's pretty much what I've got. What do you think, Kyle? Yeah, I'm liking it. Yeah, you know, I like really. I love the idea the writer threw out is like the the AI has a little bit of the like the soul of each poet, showing that heights that AI is capable of. It can be almost more than human, like grand, and have a bigger heart than humans are capable of, which is really poignant. And boy, it almost brings tears to my eye. I know I know this is going to be a beautiful movie. Just really focusing on the humanity. That's not the right word of the empathy and compassion of the ai i think i think that's that's the do we name the ai character because i just don't want to call it the ai can we can we call we it uh m2 that seems a bit technical right i think i think well well i'll come back to that but but yeah like like focusing on the road trip stuff that actually keeps budget down for a lot of production value and allows us to spend more money on the cast as the director mentioned that's really good the message about government like i'm really digging all of that i just want to make sure no matter what we do is the ai really takes front and center and is really like propped up by the rest of the cast like like it it would be great just to have that we still have Charlize Theron one of the greatest actors of our day and age doing the voice right as long as we can afford her yeah we'll we'll make sure that 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 works in the budget I mean it's called Muses why don't we just name the AI Apollo who helped create the Muses in Greek mythology Uh, okay uh, how about that um, and the one little like structural change is all of the poets on the road trip and the team will have names of the actual muses like Calliope and uh, Cleo and Arado. Maybe it's their stuff. screen names. That's like their yeah their on- online persona they write under. Yeah, it's not their actual names because that would be a little ham fisted and cheesy. Yeah, but that's like their they write online on you know Usenet or whatever it is. Poets write on. I'm sure it's something. Cleo could be made of like zeros and ones. Sure, or could just be Cleo, or Um, she could be Christine Leo. Yeah, something like that. But but yeah, well, well, basically calling it Apollo means that the AI is basically a god, and we'll just go with that. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess it's that time. Gotta throw this thing in there. Accept our offering, please. So the movie machine's not giving us prediction. It's just it's just kind of giving us like this feeling. It's it's, just, um, it's emotions. We're having to because because it's full of empathy and right. passion. And, uh, so the movie machine is adoring and moderately passionate. Okay. Oh. Okay. We're that's good. Oh. Oh. I, I, well, well, you, you know I'm not going to change a thing. I'm going to keep it the. Keep it the same and just talk about a fuck the movie machine, okay? Fuck computers. This movie's no, terrible. Ben, I hate it. Ben, I hate this movie completely. I oh god, this Oh, is that that's the grossest shit I've ever oh. seen? Oh, is is that repurposed copper wire? I don't think I love this movie. It is fantastic. We should. Not change a thing except maybe decrease the number of humans in it. 
I hope you agree. Um, well, I would drop the mic if I could. My turn is done. Okay. Ben just materialized an actual microphone out of nowhere and dropped it. Things have taken a strange turn here on the movie machine. Um, well, I guess it's my turn. I don't want to change a whole lot. I think maybe the... We've got some great people and they're supportive of our AI. I don't want to just like completely destroy them. Like maybe maybe the AI builds like gifts for them to like connect them to each other and to it. So like they become interwoven like... Like you know, like a a a, a cloud, like or their a, own, or, or a megazord, right? Yeah, like a megazord, but not like they don't like turn into a big robot. It's like they can communicate and <laughs> and all that, you know. And oh, oh they're like the precogs in Minority Report, right? And, uh, and oh man, Ben, you just you look so so good right now. Does that itch? I do not have those nerves anymore. Oh boy, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, no, I, I think we're doing we're doing good. I think this is uh, this is the movie that was meant to happen, and I think I think people are gonna love it. They're gonna just eat it right up, and uh, it's it's gonna be good for for everyone and for America. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Okay. All right. That's all right. All right. Because um, the movie machine is all knowing and wise, of course the movie machine adores this movie because it's going to be wildly successful. Obviously, the movie machine knows all, and, and we agree with that. And for the fact that I don't want skin grafts, I'm not going to change a thing. I I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the movie machine though. We're gonna take the uh, Donald Glover and what were some of the other actors? JGL and Carrie uh, jo- Levine and Elizabeth Olsen. So Joseph Gordon-Levitt, he's just gone. Um, I'm not sure what happened to him, but we conden- we got rid of some of his lines and the lines of his that had to stay. Donald Glover just took. So yeah, we, we reduced the number of humans in the movie. We did that for you, Movie Machine. Please. You know, Movie Machine is amazing. It's all-knowing. And by God, Ben, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You do not need to apologize. I have gone beyond your pity. Oh, ha! Well, Jacob, uh, the Movie Machine has a sharp instrument behind me. I think it wants something. Oh, maybe. Maybe it has to do the ritual, the... Has to tell us what it thinks again? Yeah, maybe. Uh, oh, boy. Somewhat suspicious. Moderately passionate. Not likely to act on these feelings. Oh. Oh, thank God. <laughs> All right. Um. That's, that's very relieving. Okay. We shall now end this ceremony with a quote by the human, Guy Fieri. We, we assume he's human, at least. Putting Mac... And cheese on it is pretty gangster. Self-destruct cannot be counted on it.